Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my two shit-talking co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. And rejoining us from his small hiatus, it is Bruce, the tugboat. What's up? God. Did you have a nice time off just charming your cobra or what? Totally. It was so fun. Yeah. It was so fun. Certainly not a cobra. Go ahead. Okay. Let's start off with what's in the news before we get into this week's matchups. Um, Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder. (laughs) I mean, my man's scrotum must be the size of a cantaloupe because... If there is one group of people in the world I wouldn't want to uh, blackmail or extort, it would be Jerry Jones and the NFL owners because just from looking at Jerry Jones, he looks like the kind of guy who can make you disappear and never resurface again. Um, I, I don't know about that. Well, I don't know about that because Jimmy Johnson's still around. Well, Jimmy Johnson's embalmed in Viagra. But other than that, here's, here's a, a, a recap of the situation. There are a various number of alleged pending civil suits essentially against Dan Snyder. Some for sexual assault, some for cooking books, and the list goes on. But they're there. And 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 I'll I'll, I'll say this. He's a scumbag. He's not the only one. Well, no, he's not the only one. He was just the only one that got caught. If you dig deep enough on all these guys, you will find fucking graveyards. Well... Somebody has. Dan Snyder has come out and said, due to the fact that the league owners and commissioner are going to try and enact a vote of no confidence on him on Tuesday at the meetings right. in New York, of which they will need 24 votes of the 32 people voting to essentially force Dan Snyder to sell the team. Dan Snyder knew this was coming and essentially spent the last few months and millions of dollars hiring a team of private investigators to dig dirt not only on the NFL owners but also on Roger Goodell himself and he said he will make sure that that information gets leaked because they quote-unquote can't fuck with him if they do in fact go forward with their vote of no confidence against him I I can't wait to see what he's bringing out could could Epstein's Island be involved in this you know what I mean (laughs) would it surprise you if Bob Kraft was on Epstein's Island at some point listen I'll say this, God bless Bobby Kraft, because Bobby, Bobby's a nice guy. He lost his wife, uh, so he, he was having a relationship, and they they banned him for it. They tried to smear him, but in the long run, he smeared everybody else <laughs> and her. Either way, um, we know for a fact that whatever source came out and said that Dan Snyder had this information, procured this information. Jerry Jones is heavily involved in it, as is Roger Goodell. And this is not the first time we have heard rumors about Roger Goodell. There, If you go back through the archives of Twitter, there are a number of comments there, also Instagram, that Roger Goodell has multiple mistresses in different parts of the country. So... Um, does his this, wife know that? This could be, Dan Snyder could be right in saying he could, quote-unquote, blow up the NFL and ruin Roger Goodell's life. This is going to be very interesting to see how it unfolds. Obviously, we'll have an update for you guys on Monday when we know more. But like you said, most billionaires have skeletons in the closet. No, not skeletons. Graveyards. Graveyards in the closet. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised to see... 
a lot of these big name owners have some serious shit come out about them. I just want to see the flight logs. That's all you care about? That's all I want Who to see. Who was on Epstein's the Island? flight logs to Epstein's Island. On t- this is the thing, though. Yes. The commander's vote of no confidence, it's being said that it's going to be brought up at Tuesday's meeting, but it you is not what? on the official hey, agenda. Okay. okay. It is not on the official agenda. So this could all be hearsay, but Correct. in all reality... During last night's, if you even want to call that a football game, last night's Thursday night absolute fucking debacle in Washington, the whole stadium, after a, I don't even know if you want to call that a win, but it was a win in the books, was chanting sell the team. I know how that feels. As as, as (laughs) us Detroit Lions fans knows. Not only that, but Dan Snyder was obviously in a box at his game. Surrounded by his legal team. So even when he's there watching the team play on Thursday Night Football, he had lawyers on each side of him. I bet you this man has not slept on a mission to just I'll, destroy I'll everyone Dan else. Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider sleeps just fine at night. Well, he, he doesn't give a shit what anybody thinks. That's not what and I'm he, saying. He, listen, he's been slinging it for years. But he's just he's slinging just it. been, I bet you Correct. he has been slinging it. Up. Slinging. Slinging. Slinging it over someone's shoulder. I don't know why. They're singling him out for for a lot of shit right now. These guys are no saints, any of them. These owners are all the fucking same. And Jerry Jones is one of the worst ones out of all of them. This is the thing. A lot of people would disagree with you. They think you're a saint. A lot of people would, would agree with me. He was just stupid enough to get caught. He was dumb enough to pick his mouth up. That's yeah, all. that was it. Yeah, and uh, so it'll be so interesting. He kept his fucking mouth shut. Jerry Jones has a a bad habit of opening up his fucking mouth when he should keep it shut. Blow and all the bridges. Every time he opens up his mouth, it gets him into trouble, and that's why he doesn't win fucking Super Bowls anymore. Well, here's the mouth. thing. It, it's <clears throat> I don't even know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, obviously, I, it wouldn't surprise me if it all gets swept under the fucking rug yeah. here real quick. Yeah, it'll all it would yeah. not surprise me if it doesn't. If it's not even brought up, uh huh. I agree with that. You because, know why? Because Schneider pulled his balls out. That's why. Yeah, he's God knows. He's pulled his balls out. Who knows what he's got on these guys? Yeah, who knows? I mean, all of them. Goodell, Jerry Jones, Kraft. Who knows what Schneider's got on his guys? He's been around a long fucking time. Dude. Would it would it blow your mind if Stephen Ross like drank the blood of infant children at some point for longevity? I, I'm sure that's exactly what he does. I mean, with God Tom knows. Hanks. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Weirdos. A lot of people have weirdos. So. Yeah, a bunch of yeah, fucking weirdos. Uh, there's another rumor rumor circulating the NFL, and that is a European division expansion by the year 2030. That's gonna happen. Regardless. Goodell said that it, it is. I mean, he didn't guarantee it, but he said it is in the works. That we know has been passed around all of the owner circles, and it is on future agendas to discuss. Uh, the they, they wanted to do this three it years. Doesn't ago. make sense to do it three well, years ago. They wanted sense. to send the Jackson Jag Jacksonville Jaguars to fucking England to London. Doesn't make sense. So they've been wanting to do this three years. Fucking sense. The Buffalo Bills too Doesn't were in sense. talks of being fucking sent somewhere too. Here's Deep this man. is this is the rumor that's swirling right now. Essentially they would not take any of the teams that are currently established here and move them to England no, because they want to put they want to make new teams. Correct. New teams means so new money. It's new alignment. 
what's proposed is a four-team division in Europe, two of the teams being in London, one team being in Munich, and one team elsewhere. Paris, Rome have been thrown around as possible options, but essentially what you would do is each of those teams, the top two teams from that division, the European division, would be slotted in at the bottom of the AFC and NFC Okay. Playoffs at the end of each year. So we're talking about adding four teams. Four to six. Four to six. And I I, I believe that Mexico City has actually been brought up. Mexico City in, and Toronto this, would be correct. part Mexico, of the international right. Those division. two make sense. I agree with that. I support Toronto and Mexico City. Absolutely. But yeah. Across the pond? No personally, I agree. I, I'm not I, waking up at 930 to watch football on fucking yeah, you are. days every day. Yeah, you are. Because no. we're all to it. Because you know what? It's the NFL. It's the NFL. And that's fucking bullshit. I disagree that's with it wholeheartedly, hey, though. $10 billion I, a year I, I, I'm okay with the little, uh, you know, have, you have one game. Biggest industry yeah. game in the world. Every so often over there, that's cool. But don't bring it over there. Biggest industry don't in the world, bud. Over there. It's an American a sport. Year. It needs to stay American. They got soccer. There's, there's nothing as quintessentially and American growing. as the NFL. And, and growing by the fucking year. I agree. They already have hockey, basketball, everything over there. Football stays here. Football should not be. I'm just waiting to see when we got a team in Beijing. Well, that's that is, by, then all hell breaks Biden. loose. That is down the road. Their ultimate goal is to make the NFL a worldwide that's what it is. league. And yes. it, they will even change the name from the NFL. To the World Football League. WFL. WFL. I, I hope that doesn't happen. I agree with you. I I'm think it will. Way. And I agree with you. I hope it doesn't. But getting into some news relevant to this week, Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady has been fined eleven or twelve thousand. The exact number does not really matter. Like he gives a shit for his kick nothing, on Brady nothing Jarrett. Uh, he gives his kids more for lunch money than that. What the <laughs> fuck, dude? Really? Uh, obviously, during that very controversial call where Grady Jarrett roughed Tom Brady, according to the referees. Uh, Brady gave him a little jab there at the end, a little kick, and he has been fined for that. Um, anyway, Baker Mayfield, quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, uh, will not play this weekend. Uh, not that anyone really gives a shit about that because it doesn't matter. Cornerback Joe Hayden has signed a one-day contract with the Cleveland Browns to retire as a Brown uh, and they will have a celebration for him during their week eight game against Cincinnati. Other than that, a little bit of injury news. I mean, it's everywhere, but on top of that, what we've seen here is Colts quarterback Jonathan Taylor is not looking like he's going to play this weekend. That would mean big Colts things. running back, Jonathan Taylor. Hey, Colts running back. He's Jonathan right about Taylor. all these injuries. These guys are not prepared at all. Thank at you. All, dude. I've I mean, been only, it from only just to see years. Justin Fields, who's a tank, by the way, because he got airborne last night and hit came down to the ground multiple times. By the end of that game last night, Justin Fields looked battered. But he he looked like he if could you take want the to contact. See, if you point. ever want to see a player get battered and look battered, go back and watch when Brett Favre Signed with the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, go back and look at the interview after they lost to the New Orleans Saints in the NFC Championship game. My man looked like he went fucking ten rounds with Mike Tyson. <laughs> he was absolutely battered, bruised, and and 
and molested. <laughs> it was that bad. If you don't believe me, go back, look at the interview. He had a, a swollen eye, a swollen jaw. Uh, he, he, he could barely walk. He, he was absolutely crushed. And let me guess. He played. That's battered. And I'm going to tell you something. I truly believe that the training camps and the way they do practices now are the reason why these guys are not prepared. It's doing more harm than it is good for these Well, because what it is is they don't want to get their players hurt, and I totally understand that. But them being so light in their practices, when these guys get into the real fucking games, they don't know how to absorb these shots anymore. Right. And, right. and that's the bodies a big aren't tuned issue. for it. That's a big issue. Right. You talk to any guy who's played this game within the past 15 years, Tom Brady included, he'll even Absolutely. tell you that. Yeah. He said the game, the physicality of the game is nowhere near what it was 15 years ago. But but weird to say these guys are were, in a lot better shape now because it's all about it's all about pliability. It, it, it's all about athleticism. Yep. It is not about physicality anymore. Well, yeah, but even with athleticism, there's still you still need to account for all the contact. The athleticism they, they can't take the physicality. The physicality. Of the game because yes, that's what it's I'm all saying. about. Yeah. Ath- their bodies are accustomed to to making one hand catches six yards out of bounds with your toes down. It ain't about fucking catching a shot coming across the middle anymore. See, these guys can't take it anymore. You're right. Yeah, I agree. I think it needs to fucking change. It needs to go. Well, back. it's not going to change. It's not going to because guess what? It's about money, Bruce, and but, it's and it's about health and safety. Well, they don't want to be sued. Speaking of injuries, uh, Falcons tight end Kyle Pitts is looked doubtful to play this week again. Again, uh, T. Higgins is questionable, considered day to day against Sunday's game with the Saints. Uh, it is not oh, looking like he will play. What's wrong with T. Higgins? Uh, ankle. Ankle. He's got a bad ankle. Are, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Tape it and get out there. I, I'm so tired of this shit. Rashad Bateman will not be playing this weekend. Yeah, he's another as one. I'm sure he's you a fucking have another seen. one. What's he got? Uh, a foot. A foot. I, I, my foot hurts. Okay. Dak right. Prescott oh, is looking better in practice. What he has made a lot of progress. <laughs> Jerry Jones says what? he's got his zip back on the ball, but declined oh. to answer if the quarterback oh. will play week seven. Here, I'll, get, I'll give you the I'll give you the answer to that right now. No. Uh, he will not. You want to know why? No. You want to know why? I'm going to tell you something right now. If the Dallas Cowboys win this week and they bring this fucker back next week and they fucking lose... There's your answer. You sounded like Dr. Uh, Robbie Anderson, no. wide receiver for oh. Carolina, is out today with illness, but is expected to play Sunday. Okay. LaVisca Chenault, on the other hand, will not be playing, as okay. will won't Baker Mayfield. Mac Jones, Sunday status in typical Patriots fashion is still TBD. He did not practice yesterday. And Bill well, didn't practice yesterday, and, and, and yesterday was Thursday. Correct? Correct. I doubt if he'll play Sunday. Well, it's Bill I'm Belichick. I'm going to full practice today and, it is and tomorrow. Bill it's Bill Belichick. You never know yeah. what's, uh, what he's going to do. I, I would roll with uh, the guy who won your game fucking last week. Yep, but Bailey, they played, Bailey, Zappy, but they played but the Lions. They played the Lions. Zappy time. So, they played the Lions. I don't it care. is Zappy, Zappy time. time. It's Zappy clock. Uh, real quick, before we get into this week's matchup, a message from our sponsors. As the Detroit Lions show us each year, you can't win games if you don't have a game plan. The same goes for your finances. It's important to know the financial decisions you make today will affect your financial plans long into the future. 
Matt Lenhart and his team at Insignia Financial Company can help you plan for all your financial goals today and the long term. Call Matt at 734-744-9607 for a complimentary consultation to make sure your game plan aligns with your financial goals. Call Matt Lenhart from Insignia Financial Company at 734-744-9607 for your complimentary consultation. Do it now. You want to be set up for the long term. Remember, security and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated is separately owned, and any other entities or marketing names mentioned here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. Call Matt now. Best decision you can make. Okay, to start off the week, we have the San Francisco 49ers heading to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. San Francisco is a five-point favorite with an over-under of 44 and a half, and we have the battle of the two most disappointing tight ends of the year, George Kittle, who even though he's healthy now, doesn't do anything, and Kyle Pitts, who's injured and doesn't do anything, um, this is, this game is set up for a San Francisco, typical San Francisco win. Their defense will stifle the Falcons. The Falcons will score nine points. Debo Samuel will score two touchdowns. Jimmy Garoppolo will look uninspirational. They're, they're not the same and we will team without on. Cordell Patterson. They, Falcons, I agree with that, are rather one-dimensional now. And the only problem with that is, is you don't have any receivers to throw the ball to because Kyle Pitts is dead. Cordell Patterson is dead. Uh, and you have Uncle Sam's favorite player, Zacchaeus, whatever his name is. Zacharias. As, yeah, whatever he is, as the number one receiver there at this point. I, I The Falcons were cute for a little while there. They need to call Detroit and get Quintus Syphilis on <laughs> onto the team with Zacharias. Um, but I'm taking the 49ers minus five. It's this is just one of those games that I really think Sam I'm going to agree with win. you on that, and I am going to take the 49ers, giving up to five and a half. Also, um, yeah, it's five and a half now. It's five and a half. Okay, as of when? today, it was five and a half. Well, well, as of yesterday, it was five, but um, yeah. I'll, I'll that 44. I don't see that happening. I don't see no, 44 I, and a half points coming out of that. I'm going to pound the under on that game heavily because. One, I don't think the Falcons have the firepower to score against the 49ers. And two, if there's one thing that we kind of know about the 49ers, it's that they're going to win games, but they're not going to put up a lot of points. So for me, I think that's an under game all day, but that line could be even I, higher I just than don't five see and a half. How, how Atlanta can stay in this game. No. Because they're not going to be able to run the football, and, and just their offense is not as it's still explosive five. enough to no, stay it's five in and a half. half. I'm on Yahoo Sports right now. I am too. I got it five and a half, but it's five and a half. Forty-four and a half. Um obviously here's the thing. San Francisco allows the least amount of points to opposing teams, and they're middle of the pack, sixteenth in points scored per game, twenty-third in yards per game. Uh, but they run the ball pretty effectively. And I think they'll just run the ball down Atlanta's throat, uh, drain the clock, put up 14 or 17 points and get out of there with a win. This could be George Kittle's come out, come out party here, too. Well, I'm actually working on a trade to get rid of George Kittle at the moment. Yeah, I so. uh, kind of hold up on that. Next up, we have the game of the week. This is the game of the week for you? For me, it is, because you want to know why? Why? I don't, I don't even want to tell you why. Why? It's going to be the sad Because I'm going to do you. this. 
I'm I'm going to take the the New England Patriots getting two and a half points going into Cleveland to play the Browns. Really? I I got a feeling. It's Patriots. Zappy. It's zappy time. Patriots are two and a half point dogs to the Browns in Cleveland on Sunday over under a 43. Um, I'm going to say this much. I love Nick Chubb this week against oh, the Patriots. Oh, I do. I, I absolutely listen, love him. If you're a fantasy guy, you definitely play Chubb this week. Well, yeah. And you play Kareem Hunt and you play Amari Kuh. I think the Patriots looked fabulous last week against the Lions. The Browns gave the Chargers every ounce of everything they had. I think the Browns are better than we all thought, even with Jacoby Bursett at quarterback. I expect Nick Chubb to essentially put up 150 yards and two touchdowns a week. You can call me crazy, but that's the way the guy looks right now. He has the patience of a saint when he is running the ball. I I, I love the Browns. Two-and-a-half-point favorites. I will take that handily. I think they'll win this game I'm, by I'm more than a field goal. I'm going to take the two-and-a-half points and take the Patriots. Wow. Yeah. So why? Browns, man. Because I, I just I because just think, you because I think the Patriots will keep it close. I actually I think the Patriots will win. Have your have your burn marks healed from your I, Patriots pick last weekend or your not, Lions pick last weekend? Not yet. I didn't think so. I think you're stupid if you're choosing the Patriots to win this game. I agree. Personally. I agree. I, I, I think really you don't. I'll be, screws no, lose. I'll be honest with you. I think that line's too close, especially if you I have think Zappi. I too close too, but because. Okay, what Bailey Zappi two and a half right week, now? It it could be three by tomorrow. I take it at three, even. I I yeah. I have full confidence in the fact I that I think the Patriots are going to win this game. I do. Do you know how little Jacoby Brissett actually has to do for the Browns? But you to know win what? Game? Every time the Patriots play the Browns, they fucking manhandle them. Every time they play them, they manhandle. You know, somebody else said that last week about the Lions, and you looked anyway. at him like he was fucking nuts. But anyway. Uh, this week, I think you're nuts. I'm going to take the Browns minus two and a half. Next up, we have the New York Jets going to Lambeau to play the Packers. The Packers are a seven and a half point favorite over under a 45. You want to know what's interesting about all these over-unders? When week one, week two, these were all 51, 52, 53. And we've dropped that for three weeks. I know. Um, Jets at Packers. I will say this much. The Packers are coming off of a loss to the other New York team in London, and they didn't look inspiring. The The Packers' offense has not looked this bad in a very long time. They don't have a solid, dead-to-rights, consistent receiving option on that they, team. They have the ghost, the ghost of, of Randall, Randall Cobb, Cobb uh, who is was outstanding last week. Okay, you need to stop using the words outstanding. He was outstanding so last he week. He was not outstanding. Listen, a guy his age doing what he's doing is outstanding to me. Well, some people would say the same thing about Tom Brady, but you won't. But anyways. Some um, people could say the same thing about him, too. This is The X factor in this game is going to come down to the running backs. Brees Hall had his emergence last week. I don't expect him to really miss a beat going forward. Um, the Packers' D is what it is. It's not the greatest. They're middle of the pack. And I'll tell you this much. There's sneaky weapons on that Jets offense. Obviously, there's been a little bit of turn down on um, Garrett Wilson. I don't expect that to continue. Corey Davis came up from the ashes. Uh, the Jets are 11th in points. I'm, I'm taking game. the Jets in the seven and a half. Absolutely. You're taking the Jets to cover? Yep. yep. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under. 
Yes. I can get by that as well. But I'm going to take the Packers minus seven and a half. I think this game's going to be a 10 to 14 point W for Green Bay. I just can't imagine Aaron Rodgers comes back home after a London game. Losing another game? Sunday in Green Bay at one o'clock and losing to fucking Zach Wilson and the 500. I would love to see it. I would love to see it, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think Aaron Jones has a absolute monster game. Absolute monster. First time in my life. Defense a little bit better than what people think. The first time. Hold on. We've been saying that for six weeks now. They showed that last week. Their defense was good. Listen to me. Last week, they were playing fucking HR Puff and stuff at quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. We're going to sit here and talk about how great of a defensive performance it was. They were uh, Teddy Bridgewater, the backup quarterback. They've been good defensively all year. Listen, they're not great defensively. That's the thing. They're not great defensively. For a team that only won fucking four games last year, I think they're doing They're 19th in points allowed. I mean... If Brees Hall has a good game, it will be closer than I expect. But I think Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon go for, have monster weeks. And I'm going to take the Packers minus seven and a half. Moving on to what could easily be the shit show of the week. The Indianapolis Colts are hosting Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Colts are two-point favorites. The over-under is 42. And I'm not going to lie to you, I was very surprised to see the Colts as a favorite in this game. I think people forgot the shellacking they took. The shellacking they took from Jacksonville the first time they played. Right. Uh, I think they forget that the Jaguars also beat, granted they were injury-prone, the Chargers at one point this year, and they gave Philadelphia everyone's touted next Super Bowl champion already everything they had and lost that game by a touchdown. I think Jacksonville is better than we, we, we've seen thus far. There's some growing pains. I think they exposed themselves last week at Houston. Uh, the Colts, to me personally, still have the better win. They beat Kansas City. They found a hole in Patrick Mahomes, and they beat Kansas City. The Denver game didn't really mean much to me, but I'll say this. I'm going to take the Colts minus two. Um, As much as I have been a Jaguars slappy all year, that game last week against Houston showed me that they have some serious weakness they still need to fill. Uh, I don't love taking them there, but I'm going to. At the same token, I am going to take the over in this game. 42. I going to do the same thing. 42 doesn't really do it for me. I think this is going to be a higher scoring game than most people think, even though both of these teams have had rather low scoring games this year. I think the offense is going to click. I will say this. I Right now, I am saying this with the thought that Jonathan Taylor will be active for this game. If Jonathan Taylor is not active for this game, if Naheem Hines is not active for this game, I would stay far the fuck away from placing any bets on it. But as it stands right now, Jonathan Taylor is questionable and active. So I'm going to take the Colts minus two and the over. He played the last time Jonathan Taylor did. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they held him to 60 yards. Yeah, but that's a one-off. And I'm going to take the Jaguars and the points to beat the Colts. I'm taking the Jags and the points as well. You are. Wow. With the over. And over. All over, over, over on that yep. one. Next up, we have the Vikings playing the Miami Dolphins in South Beach. The Vikings are three-and-a-half-point favorites. The over-under is 46. And this is my synopsis on the Miami Dolphins. 
until Tua Tagovailoa is playing, you do not favorite them. You That's do not right. bet them. You do not pick them. I agree. It's who? Who's the quarterback? You said his name on Wednesday. Skyler Thompson. Skyler Thompson. Whatever he is, you, you can't. You can't. You can't expect much out of them with Skyler Thompson. Um, I, it is an away game for Kirk Cousins. Doesn't I'm matter. shocked. I'm shocked that the Vikings are only giving up three and a half. Honestly, I, I was just too. about I to say that. I expected at least a seven to nine point differential in this. I, I also and that kind of scares me a little bit. Why? Because it just does. No, because you want to know what? And I've noticed this. Everybody under is undervaluing the Vikings right now. Yeah. Everybody is undervaluing yeah. four them. and one. They lead their division. And Dalvin Cook hit on all cylinders. Yeah. So. I'm going to take the Vikings minus three and a half. The over under a 46 is interesting to me because Miami has playmakers that if you put uh fucking Bruce out there to throw the ball to, they could probably put up a couple tuds. Uh, even though we didn't see that last week, I am going to go off on a limb and say, well, I think with the third string quarterback, who's basically been the guy all week, I think they will be better than what they I were think last they week. will too. I, I or they could just be way worse. Miami, <laughs> no. Miami with the, the weapons they, they come up for hey, the practice. You never know. With the weapons they know. have, the way Mozart's looked, I'm going to take the over in this game. I don't feel great about it, but I'm going to because the Vikings have moments where they look like they could run rough shot on everybody and put up 35 points. And they points have a moments week. where they look like you're like, what the fuck what are they the doing? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. We still don't know a lot about the Vikings yet, but they're four and one, taking the Vikings minus three and a half and the over. Anything to add, Bruce? I'm taking the Vikings, absolutely. Uh with the points, obviously. And I'm taking the under. I, Although I am you know playing Mozart in fantasy this week. I, I'm, I'm going to do this. I, I'm going to go a little off off oh center here. There we go. I'm going to take the Dolphins to cover this with the three and a half. I'm going to take the Dolphins to cover at home with the three and a half. You are? Yes, I am. Who do you think is going to win the game? I, well, I, I truly think the Vikings are going to win, but I, I just think they got enough to cover. If they you do, if they win, I think it'll be by a fucking point or two. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. This game to me had the most surprising line of the entire week. Not only spread, but also over under. The Bengals are heading down to New Orleans to play the Saints. The Bengals are two point favorite. The over under is forty three, and I'm gonna say this much. I think the Bengals, I said this last week, are the best two and three football team there is. This could be a shootout. This, this game right here could turn into an absolute fucking shootout. I think so, too. Yeah. It could. I mean, we saw last week whatever the fuck the Saints were doing. I feel like it's going to be a very low-scoring game. You do. I do, wow. but the Bengals are going to pull it off. Uh, see, okay. I don't. This doesn't have low scoring anywhere on it. Yeah, I don't. I, don't uh, I think the under is... I, I, I'm going to take the over right now. I, at 43, I'm going to take the over I as well. I think there's going to be more points than that scored easily. Here's the thing. They, the Saints showed last week. They could fucking put up They're some points. They're pretty explosive in all phases of the game. Not just offensively, but defensively they're good. And special teams, they were outstanding last week. They were. And, and, uh, and if they can bring that into a game at home, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, going to take them to, I'm going to take them to win this week. I'm taking the Saints to beat, believe it or not, 
the Cincinnati Bengals. God bless. Um, the Saints are a backyard football team at this point, and I love to watch them play. Yeah. I love to watch the fucked upness that they are. I love the Taysom Hill story. I, I love all of it. But at the end of the day, last week they were playing the scumbag-led Seahawks with Geno Smith selling his soul to the devil. outstandingly. You got to give them – give it up for them. Well, They've been playing fucking well. Y- yes. Yes, it's a, their it's defense. A, yes. Their defense is almost as <laughs> bad as the Lions. All they need to do is beat the Lions. One right, time, you but know. I'll say this: I'm taking the Bengals minus two in this game. It's it's this is a no brainer for me. At some point, the Bengals have to get it together. Uh, I think it could be this week against New Orleans. Joe Burrow hasn't had that Joe Burrow game. Jamar oh, yeah. Chase hasn't had the Jamar Chase game. Joe Mixon hasn't had the Joe Mixon game. I think it happens this week against New Orleans. Bengals minus two. All day, I'll take that, and I'm going to take the over because I do think that the Saints could put up 24 points in this game. I do think that this – it's very hard to prepare for this Saints offense right now because you don't know what they're going to throw at you. I think the Bengals' D will be able to get a few stops on them, but I still like the – and I still like the Bengals to win. I really like Mixon in this game. I I do too. I I I have a weird feeling he's going to have a good game. Next up, and I really I'm excited to see what Uncle Sam says about this one. The Baltimore Ravens head to MetLife Stadium to play the New York Football Giants. The Ravens are a six point favorite. The over under is 45, and I want to hear your thoughts on this. I, I got a feeling this could be game of the week, and I am not fucking bullshitting you. I, I for some reason something telling me that this game could be outstanding, and and I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Oh God. I, I'm going to say under the 45. Okay. But I'm going to take the Giants in the points against the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, you're really hanging out with your wang out I am this week. hanging out this week with, with the, I don't even know. You're rocking out like with your cock out. I chain hanging low. with Bruce. Did you? Did you? It's all, it's all, the, uh, it's all the varnish getting to your yeah, head. Yeah, that varnish has really <laughs> done it to me. Um, I'm a little lightheaded right now. I, I'll tell you this much. Baltimore's two losses were to Buffalo by a field goal and Miami by four. And that was Tua Tagovailoa played the game of his life. Um, yes. The Giants won loss. <laughs> the Giants, yeah. The Giants won losses to Dallas. Okay. They beat Green Bay last week in London. They beat the Bears, which doesn't mean anything. They beat Carolina, which doesn't mean anything. And they beat you know Tennessee what, by though? one point. You know what, though? I, I'll say this about Dallas uh, or the Giants. They're. Uh, their coach has got them guys playing, man. And, and and you you don't lose fucking games when you come in prepared the way these guys have been prepared. You want to know what this Giants team reminds me of? That one that beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yes, it does. It like, reminds, I've been that team was 500. Hey, it doesn't that make sense. That team was 500. Yeah. They were a fucking six seed. Yep. Went all the way through and won the fucking Super Bowl. I know. And beat an undefeated team also. I know. That same team did. Do I think that's going to happen this year? No. Do I think the Giants are playing good football? Yes. Do I think the Ravens are playing better football? Absolutely. I'm taking the Ravens minus six. I'm going to take the under in this game as well. I I think the Giants, this is going to be the first time they get punched in the mouth. This is going to be the mouth punch. At the end of the day, I think they're kind of living on a prayer. They don't have the talent. And when you don't have the talent, you can do good things, but eventually it's going to come down on you by a better team. The only problem is for me, and if the Ravens do somehow stumble here, they 
I don't know what the fuck they are doing, but you need to go out and get some receiver help. Yeah, they have no you receiver. Have and, that's, and, and I'm going to tell you the truth. That's why I'm taking the Giants to cover. Well, the only problem is the Giants don't have any receiving help either. No, I but I'm going to take them to cover just because, the, well, number one, they play really good defense and they can run the football. But and, the, and I think that's that that could be enough for them. If they run the ball at the Ravens, I think it's a plus for them. Listen. When you try to play cute with the Ravens, you get your ass handed to you. This Ravens is, are very sneaky. Well, this is the scary Sne- thing. Yeah, this is the scary thing about the Ravens or the sneaky thing. They don't have a number one receiver and score twenty eight points a week. Well, when you got a tight end that's scoring twenty one of that twenty eight, that'll that'll do it right there. They don't <laughs> have a bona fide great running back and they score twenty eight points a week. Oh, they got a running back with a bad Achilles. Correct. Yeah. So, and they're still scoring twenty eight points a week, and yeah. a running back who can throw the ball. But when you got, True. When you got <laughs> arguably the MVP on your team, that's all you need. I'm taking Correct. the Ravens, the points, and surprisingly the under. I'm taking yeah. the Giants to cover, not to win, to cover. You got to be cute all the time, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, next up, this is this is my this is my blowout of the week. Tampa Bay is heading to the Steel City to play Pittsburgh. The Bucks are an eight and a half point favorite. The over under is forty five. The one in five Steelers. The one in well, one in four still, but the one in five. You know what I just caught for Sunday? It's Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. TB Tb. Listen, it took you're you two going fucking years to, to figure that one out. You're going into a, a stadium and you're, an, you're an eight and a half point favorite that I don't know why it just ain't 10 points. Um, I, I I just, I'm taking the Buccaneers, giving up eight and a half. I'm taking the Buccaneers, giving up eight and a half, and I'm taking the over simply for the fact that I think Tampa Bay is going to put up. Well, I think God, Godwin is finally getting healthy. And when he gets healthy, that it'll be a machine going. This is the game. This is the game. And I don't think the Steelers will be able to run the football against the Buccaneers. Nope. I feel sorry for Kenny Pickett. He's going to have to pull every rabbit out of his hat just to stay within ten points of the of the Buccaneers. I think his team loves him though. His team loves him. It's this is not going to be the Steelers' year. It's going to take time. Absolutely. Um, And I don't know how much team. I don't know how much confidence this team still has in Mike Tomlin. Some of the True. things that we're hearing right now, it's not a pretty situation. <laughs> Anybody has faith in him at uh, all. You know, I, listen, it was going to come sooner or later when yeah. Ben retired and this and that and the other thing. And, and and when they signed Mitch Trubisky, and I was just like, what wow, the they're fuck? in fucking rebuild. They're, full rebuild. they're in fucking full rebuild. Um, I'm, I think the Buccaneers are going to put up 42 points in this game. That is truly how I feel. The Steelers are missing the heart of their defense. Uh, Najee Harris is... Like Craig Reynolds, um, it, the only thing they can do realistically is have a picket to Pickens playing catch out there, and the Buccaneers defense will not allow that to happen. I still think Tampa has a top three defense. I think they completely shut down the Steelers. The Steelers will accidentally stumble into the touchdown into the end zone for seven to ten points, and the Buccaneers will put up forty two by themselves. So I'm going to take the over. And I'm going to take the Bucks minus 100. That's the last of the 1 o'clock games on Sunday. That is the last of the 1 o'clock I games on I could Sunday. not agree more. You're just agreeing with me yeah. across the board. I think, I the think board. realistically, I think Tampa is going to put on a fucking clinic. Tom Brady has. If they don't put on a clinic, it's an I issue. would be fucking worried. He always has up, that game. 
if they don't win this game by three touchdowns and then they don't put got, up 35, you're in trouble. then I would be concerned. This next game pisses me off, actually. Um, <laughs> why does it piss you off? Oh, because you don't want the Rams to win. That's why. That's exactly why. <laughs> that's exactly why. They're giving up fucking 10 points to the Panthers. If the, if Rams... the Panthers had a fucking quarterback in this game, they'd probably have a chance to beat these Well, they have players. P.J., Okay. Well, What's his name? PJ what? Walker. Guess what? PJ PJ can't can't do it. Okay. I don't think he's gonna do it. <laughs> he just can't uh, do it. Can't do it. If I, they had Sam Darnold in there running the football, I would say okay, they got a shot. Oh can I can I give you a wet dream here though? Sure. If somehow Carolina fucking if they upset the Rams, I would be so fucking oh, happy. We would have a fucking Ain't party. No you know what, though? That I'll say this. Have a ball Carolina's game. defense is still not that bad. Okay. And if they can get to Matt Stafford early in that game, and Matt Stafford does his usual turn the ball over two times in a game, they have a chance to cover. Okay. But I'm taking the Rams. Okay. Anywho. Thank you. Give it up to 10. Thank you. Um, I'm going to do a surprising thing here. I'm going to take the under in this game because the Rams can't score points and the Panthers are fucking awful. Uh, but I am going to take the Panthers to cover. Don't wow. ask. Don't ask me why the Rams, okay. the Rams. And this is no exaggeration. I have never ever seen a team worse at running the football than this current Los Angeles Rams team. Cam Akers looks awful. Darrell Henderson looks awful. The offensive line. One of those two are going to break out this week. No, they're not. No, they're not. You want to know why? Because neither of them are that good. That's why both of them were still there. That's why Sean McVay, for the first time, couldn't figure out what to do and couldn't pick a starting running back, period. Because they're both just good enough to try, but they're not good enough to get the job done. We've seen it year we after year after year. a big pink elephant in the room. The offensive line is The trash. offensive line Cannot replace Andrew Whitworth. Whatever he brought to them, it's just awful. It's gone. They're injury-ridden, too. They are 32nd in rushing yards per game at 62 average. A leader. I mean, this is not the Rams team that we saw last year. They're Correct. 28th in total points scored. They average 16 points. They're just not that good, period. They're not that good. Do I think that the Panthers are going to beat them? No. Do I think fucking... P.J. Walker is going to surprise people this week because everybody is so used to seeing how fucking putrid Baker Mayfield is. Yes. Do I think the Panthers are too dysfunctional to win this game away? Yes. I'm going to take the Panthers to cover because 10 points is too much when you are talking about a team that averages 16 points a week. Realistically, if they put three fucking idiots on Cooper Cup and let everybody else run rough shot... They, they they won't score more than two touchdowns. Okay. Panthers to cover. Under? To, oh, under fucking. I would yeah. take the under if it was 35 in this game. This next game's kind of. Bruce didn't uh, say anything. You didn't wait for Bruce. He I, never waits for Wait me. for Bruce. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bruce. You know, I, also your comments on Wednesday's episode. I don't know what absurd. you're talking about. Absurd. Dry. Dry. Bruce, Bruce thinks he's the glue that holds this thing together. I am the glue. I, I have some bad news for fucking. Otherwise, it's just you guys going <laughs> not back and forth talking about. Do your job. Listen, I was sitting there editing. And I was. Huh? Well, yeah, this okay. is boring as hell. All right. Anyway, I'm taking the Rams. And I'm taking the under. Whatever. 
And that's pretty much it. I don't Beautiful. think Carolina will. Really, Kelly I don't Stanford. think Carolina will actually Call score Kelly a point. Tell somebody that cares. But Okay. Oh. Anyway, we'll move on after that bullshit. All right. Bruce, why don't you introduce the next game for us? The Cardinals going into Seattle. There you Is anybody go. looking at that's, the fucking over and under on this game? <laughs> the Cardinals are indeed going into Seattle. Are you, are you fucking shitting uh, me right now? The Cardinals are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 50-and-a-half. Seattle is getting some respect. And you want to know why? Because the fucking Seahawks are seventh in points scored per game, and the Arizona Cardinals are 18th. Those two, if you take their average weeks yeah. together, I mean, Seattle, what? Yeah. against the Lions, it was, what, 48? Last week, it was 35? Yeah, the, the, the Seahawks are putting up immense amounts of points against poor defenses. Do I think Arizona has a great defense? No, I don't. Do I think Arizona was the most overhyped team going into this year? Yes, I do. Arizona cannot run the football. I think the, the Rams were, but go ahead. Arizona cannot run the football. They, they have the do, same problem the Rams have. They have the exact same problem the Rams have. The only difference between between the Cardinals and the Rams, they have Kyler Murray, and he's cute. <laughs> Kyler Murray yeah. is cute, but you want me to be honest with you? He's cute. Geno's... But Kyler Murray makes Matt Stafford-like decisions at the end of games. Yes, he does. Cost him. Pisses them yeah. away. Yeah. You want to know who's cuter than Kyler Murray? Only one guy cuter than Kyler Murray. The original cuteness. Geno Smith and the Seahawks. I am taking the underdogs in this game. You think Geno Smith's more cute? No, no, no. no. I said the underdog. I am taking taking the Seahawks Seahawks to cover and to win 50 and a half points. Bullshit. I think this is going to be a 60-point game. I am hammering the over. I think the Seahawks are going to fucking put up 35 again this week and next week we'll see it all come back down but at Arizona against Arizona at home I'm taking the Seahawks not only to cover but to win and I am I think this is going to be point Mageddon I think you're going to have 60 points in this yes. game I'm taking the under and taking uh, over Zona taking over the Seahawks you're taking the Seahawks too right eh? yeah give me the cuteness baby you think Kyler Murray's going to just dance oh, his way around yeah. the Seahawks who's cuter yeah. Who's cuter? Who's cuter? It's, it's the battle of I'd who say the guy is playing cuter. in the next game that we're going to talk about is cuter than he is. Oh, ab- absolutely. He's the king of cuteness. There's now, no, there's nobody cuter than Pat Mahomes. If you want to talk about games of the week, this could be the game of the year. This, this could, could be, be the AFC championship. The game AFC right championship here. preview. The Buffalo Bills are heading to Arrowhead. Both teams are four and one to play the Chiefs. The Bills are a two and a half point favorite. The over under is 54. It is a 430 start. And guess what? I was shocked to see the Bills as a two and a half point favorite in this game. I wasn't shocked to see the over under of 54. It's over. Over that. I think it'll be over. Mm. They're going to score more than 54 points in this game. Mm. You want to know why? Number one. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs and the fucking points at home against Buffalo. I'm I 
I, I agree with it. Pat Mahomes is going to stand on his fucking head this week. He's going to throw five under between his legs, under his back, around his fucking head, little stupid pitch touchdowns to Travis Kelsey. I think who's going to score five touchdowns this week, and they're going to win, and and, and a nail biter by a fucking two points. This is exactly Buffalo versus Miami, in my opinion, and I think the Chiefs come out on top. I think you're both very wrong. Okay. Uh, I am going to take Buffalo minus two and a half. I am going to take the under in this game. Why, you may ask. I know both of these teams can easily put up 40 points, right? If the over-under in this game was 75, there would still be some people taking the over. Now, this is what I saw from Kansas City last week. I saw a team that does not have... A true good wide receiver. I saw Juju Smith-Schuster drop a lot of passes. I saw Michael Hardman drop passes. I saw Marquez Valdez-Scantling drop passes. I saw Clyde Edwards-Hilaire not look that inspirational. I saw Isaac Pacheco not look that great. At the end of the day, Mahomes is, is very cute. And at the end of the day, could he throw three touchdowns to Travis Kelsey? Absolutely. And will the Bills have anything to stop it? No. But will their linebacking core do a better job against him than anybody else has thus far? Yes, I do. I don't trust I don't trust the Chiefs receivers. I don't. I don't trust the Chiefs offense to win really big games without Tyreek Hill. They are one-dimensional. That one dimension is throw the ball to Travis Kelsey and have Pat Mahomes run for his life. Buffalo's defense is too good for that. Buffalo's offense is too good for that. The Chiefs have some holes in their defense. Devontae Adams burned them a few times on Monday night. At the end of the day, Mike Evans burned them a few times last two weeks ago. I I don't have 1,000% faith in this Chiefs team. They beat the Chargers by a field goal. They lost to the Colts. They had a great game against Tampa, and they were kind of maybe gifted a win against the Vegas Raiders. Either way, I don't think that I think this is Buffalo. This is going to be a Buffalo win. I think Josh Allen's going to have a great game. I think Buffalo's defense will be ready. And you want to know who the player of this game is going to be? It's going to be Vaughn Miller. Because if there's one human being. Who can? Who has the anecdote for the cuteness and is going to make Mahomes eat turf, it's going to be Vaughn Miller. And I love how this is the first time you've ever favored the Chiefs in anything, and you're sitting here looking at me like I'm fucking crazy. But go ahead. I didn't say anything. No rebuke? No rebuttal? No. Just, just the Chiefs. They're at home, and he's cute. Josh Allen's not cute. Josh Allen's a man's man, and he's gonna he's gonna take him in this game. Uh, Bills minus two and a half, and the under. Next up, I can't wait to make this one. I cannot wait to do this. The Cowboys are playing the Eagles. The Eagles are a six and a half point favorite. The over under is forty two. Go ahead. Why are you telling me go ahead? This is your team. All right, I'm gonna take the Eagles, giving up the six and a half, and I'm gonna go over. They're the most balanced team in the NFL, period. Uh, great. Yeah. I'm going to take, yeah, yeah, the over and Philly. Well, Cooper, Cooper Rush has got to lose sometime. Yeah. And if he don't lose this week, the guy deserves that job permanently. 
period. That's true. That's yeah. true. If they period. win this game, Dak needs to be sitting the fucking bench. Glued to it. I will make you guys a promise right now. The Dallas Cowboys will beat the Philadelphia Eagles this weekend. Okay. Period. Point blank. End of story. In Philly. Philly, six and a half point favorite. Doesn't matter. Cooper Rush at quarterback. Doesn't matter. The Cowboys defense matches up perfectly against the Eagles. Philadelphia's defense is actually better than Dallas's defense. Yeah, but it's not. They are. No, they're not. Statistically, they are. Are they? Statistically, yes, they, they are. are. Well, you know how much I love my stats. Okay. Points allowed per game. Dallas is third. Okay. Yards per game. Fourth. Okay. Pass yards. 28th. Sacks. Second. Interceptions. 10th. Philly. Points allowed per game. Eighth. Yeah, but oh, I, I'll, I'll say Yards this. allowed per You're game. You're saying that 20. right now. But the points allowed is one game. One, one fucking game. game this year that the points were allowed. The Detroit game. Since then, statistically, they've been better than Dallas. No, that's yes. not true. That no, is they true. gave up 21 to that Jacksonville and 17 to Arizona. That is true. They gave up 21 to Jacksonville and 17 yeah, to Arizona. Okay. And who's Dallas played again? Who's Dallas played? Yeah. Who's Dallas played again? Who's Dallas's only loss? Tampa Bay. Week go. one with Dak Week Prescott. One. Then they beat with Cincinnati. They beat the Giants. They beat Washington. Yeah, they well, beat LA. The Giants game? So, huh? So the score of the Giants game twenty three sixteen are terrible. Mm-hmm. Of what you just said. Say that again. Correct. Say that again. Three of three, three of, of those Dallas teams were terrible. Which three? Right. The Commanders. All name, right. Name them again. Tampa. They lost. No, that, that they lost. Okay, Tampa. Yeah. Cincy they beat terrible. Cincy's a terrible lose. Cincinnati, the defending AFC championship. Yeah, they've been they've been yeah, average they've been, this year. Been okay, they beat them by a field goal. They've been barely average this year. Go ahead. The Giants. Okay. Okay. Four Washington. Dog. The Rams. Dog. Okay. Oh, dog. Well, the Phillies wins is Detroit. Yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. Washington, Jacksonville, Arizona. Okay. They have not they are yet to have a true test. Jacksonville. So so you 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 don't think that uh I, that game against they're, fucking they're Minnesota right now. was was a test for them? No, I don't. They blew them out. I'm aware. They blew out Minnesota. That, yes. But that was not a Minnesota is not a test. Dallas is a test. You think Tampa you, you don't is think a test. That, that Minnesota could beat Dallas. N- no, I don't. Really? No, I don't. Shocker. Have you you guys had your head in the sand for the last four weeks? You're the one who was just saying that. I don't know. I'm I'm taking the Eagles, giving up the six. Minnesota is better than what everybody is. Taking the Eagles to win. I'm taking Dallas to cover and win. I didn't know there was this much uh, adversity behind I mean, it's like everybody all of a sudden (laughs) just sits here and looks at the Cowboys' defense, who who are statistically. Statistically, the number one defense in the yeah, league for the last four games. That doesn't necessarily always mean that they're gonna, you know. Well, well you know what? We'll see. We'll see. I you want to know how I? Wait. You want to know how I know you're screwed? Okay. Bruce agrees with you. Okay. Moving on. Him and I agreed on a lot last week, and we actually came out on top. That's right. You did. You guys came out on top. That's right. Broncos head into LA to play the Chargers. The Chargers are four and a half point favorite. The over/under is forty-five and a half. 
This is a shitty Monday night game. Uh, Indiana's going to play. That's still on the fence. It's still on the fence. What's wrong with him? Uh, Fucking hamstring? Hamstring, yeah. God damn it. Okay. Uh, To me, that doesn't really fucking matter. Yeah. Uh, the Chargers are going to go into the, the Chargers are going to blow out the uh, the he's Jesus. currently questionable. The Chargers are going to blow out Denver. Period. I I I just the you Chargers you, you, you know what? This is a divisional game. Oh god. Uh, it's a must-win game for for the Broncos. Uh the procedure that Russell Wilson had is he even playing? Yes, he is. Even with that procedure yep. he's going to play? Yeah. That that surprises me. Do you want me to be honest with you? Yeah. Uh, the the Broncos are a two-win team. A what? They've won two games. Okay. Okay? I look at their schedule. The Chargers, the Jets, the Jaguars, Tennessee, Vegas again, Carolina, Baltimore, Kansas City, Arizona, Rams, Kansas City, Chargers again. I, I can't see this team winning more than five games. Okay. They have looked fucking awful, period. Russell Wilson has looked awful. Melvin Gordon looks awful. Russell Wilson can't get the ball to his receivers. Their defense is Russell Tucker. They only have five, uh, uh, four and a half. I don't know. I I truly don't know. And it's and you know what? You look at you look at Denver every week. They're not a huge underdog every week. I love their defense. I absolutely love their defense. At the end of the day, though, unless you get Russell Wilson in the offense right, it's going to be ugly. I'm going to take the Chargers minus four and a half, and I'm going to take the under. And the whole thing is the under worries me because Austin Eckler and Mike Williams could hit the over by themselves. Yeah, we saw it last week. And if Keelan Allen's playing, it could, uh, it could, it could mean, get ugly. You could probably see him on a snap count. It says well, here's he's, the toward, thing. he's going All towards. Right. I, I'm going to do this. He's questionable. I, I'm going to take. I'm, I'm going to take the Broncos to cover, not to win, to cover. What do you mean cover? Cover. You've you said that about every team. Yeah, you said that It's four and a half. In what world do you think the Chargers are, are less than a field goal better than the Broncos? I, I'm going to take them to cover. That's uh, awful. I, that's I, just awful take, I think Denver's defense is enough to hold them in check. What do you I'm mean to the hold under. them in check? I'm going to take them. Uh, take, awful take. take. The Broncos defense. Are you taking the over or the under? Under. You know what? I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the Chargers minus four and a half in the over. I think Chargers are going to score 35. Bruce? I'm going to take the under, but I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah. I just I just want to see how. Do you understand? The Broncos how fans. Herbert is going to take a hit from a, a very good pass rushing defense. But I until think. Russ can prove that he's healthy enough to play, like. Question for you. Sure. Who would you rather have behind center right now, Geno Smith or Russell Wilson? Geno Smith. Thank you. Who would you rather have behind center right now, Jared Goff or Russell Wilson? Jared Goff. Thank you. That's it. Russell Wilson has I, less stock gonna, right I, now. Geno Smith, I, see, I don't know. I would. I would, too. I don't know. There's, there's one know. team who has a legend, worse quarterback. That's fine. Take the legend. But there's one team who realistically, well, Miami this week, but there's one team with a worse quarterback situation than what the Broncos have shown me right now, and that's fucking Carolina, period. Russell Wilson has played putrid. Until we see otherwise, you take whoever's playing against them. Last night, real quick, the Commanders beat the Bears. We didn't talk about this. We mentioned it to open the show. We didn't talk about the Thursday night matchup. What the fuck was that? 
<laughs> all, all I could say is this: it's if, all these. If the Chicago Bears' defense weren't as good as they are, oh, they would just get fucking shut out it's every these game. Thursday night games. Do you know that Carson Wentz threw a hundred less yards than Justin Fields? I know, and they fucking won. Yeah. Carson but, Wentz, by the way, ninety-nine that yards, was not a touchdown. Which touchdown? The Mooney one at the end? Yeah. It was not a touchdown. No, 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 not the end. Uh, was it Mooney? No, it wasn't. It was their first touchdown. It was the, what gave them the six points. Whose first touchdown, Bruce? It was the only touchdown they had all night. I don't know who it was. The Bears' first touchdown? Yeah. I, I might have missed this, but e- either way. Oh, well, he caught Pettis the ball. had a touchdown. Yes, it was. No, his foot, his left foot came right out, and they called it a touchdown because they wanted points on the fucking board for a Thursday night game. It was not a touchdown. If you don't believe me, go watch it. Go watch it. Go watch it. If you don't believe me, go watch it. It wasn't a fucking touchdown. He didn't have possession. The one at the end of the game, absolutely, that was a good call by the ref to notice that he bobbled the ball. That was that was good. Uh I'll be honest with you, there's a 30-second ad here. So, uh, real quick, Brian Robinson in his first start since the shooting, 17 attempts, 60 yards and a touchdown, can't ask for much more. Uh, Justin Fields led the Bears in rushing. Khalil Herbert got seven carries, 75 yards. David Montgomery, 15 for 65. Dante Pettis, seven targets, four receptions, 84 yards and a tud. Mooney got 12 targets last night. Great. Seven receptions for 68 yards. That was a touchdown, no, it Bruce. Bruce, it was a fucking no, touchdown. It was a touchdown. I watched it. Just seen it. It was a touchdown. Possession. Bang. One. Bang. Yeah. Possession on the first left foot. Possession, the foot's right down. Right there. He's, yeah. The ball's He's in his it. hands with the first Bullshit. foot. Correct. With the first right Bullshit. foot down. Bullshit. The ball Bullshit. Bull- Come here. Bullshit. Come here. Come here. Bullshit. Come here. I'm looking at it with them, dude. I just watched watch it. Watch no, no. it. Come here. Shut We're up gonna... and watch it. Watch when the ball comes down and it hits in his hands. Correct. It's real simple if you hit pause. Hold on. Yeah, this fake hurt chip by Justin. Oh, it was. He did flop. But watch. hold on, right? Watch. watch. Bang. That's not a catch. It's what a do catch. you mean it's, it's not a catch? catch. It's a catch. It's going to come down yet. What do you it's mean it's not down possession. yet? The, he's got the ball in his hands like this. What are you talking it's about? Possession. It wasn't bobbled. It wasn't anything. Goodbye. Bullshit. Anyway. Damn, you're going to break your fucking You know something every week slap with you. It like it's that. every week with you. Anyways. Yeah, you could say that all you want. Guess what? What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Do you want to go there? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> anything to add before we close today out? It's mind-numbing. That's it? Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. Enjoy a great weekend of matchups. If you haven't yet, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, make sure to watch us on YouTube and subscribe. If you're watching us, you know where to listen. Also, if you are a brand company or just a really cool person looking to work with us on Tipped Balls, any sort of advertisement, sponsorships, we are open to listening. Please message us on Instagram or email us, tippedballs at gmail.com to get more information there. We'd love to work with you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back on Tuesday. Yep. 
to recap and see if we were right or not. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. Am I perfect? 